This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on the global automotive industry. Uh Uh-oh, looks like somebody is in trouble at Ford. The company put out a statement yesterday saying its computer modeling for fuel economy and emission tests might not be right. And it alerted the EPA and the California Air Resources Board. Here's where it gets interesting. Ford knew about the problem back in September. The company became aware of it when a handful of employees used an internal communication protocol called Speak Up to tell the company higher-ups about problems in the company. Here's our AutoLine Insight. Let me translate. Speak Up is the equivalent of an internal whistleblower program. It's there to use when your boss is doing something wrong or trying to cover something up. Ford is also hiring outside technical experts to evaluate its modeling. Clearly, it wants an independent evaluation of its own procedures, but that also suggests it doesn't trust its own managers. Even though the Sierra Club is criticizing Ford for taking months to report this, I actually commend the company. First, for establishing the Speak Up system. Secondly, for alerting the EPA and the CARB that it had a problem. Far better you tell the authorities there's a problem than to have them come tell you there's a problem. Speaking of the California Air Resources Board, the Trump administration broke off negotiations with it over greenhouse gas emissions and fuel economy regulations. The White House said the talks were going nowhere. But this is a bad result for the automotive industry. While it does want some relief from the current regulations that run until 2025, it did not want to see this end up in court where it's going to take years to settle. Besides suing the EPA, California is going to set its own rules, which are going to be followed by 13 other states. The last thing the auto industry wants to see is two different sets of rules for emissions and fuel economy, because that's going to turn into a logistical and regulatory nightmare. We'll be right back after this message from ExxonMobil about how to improve the fuel economy of cars or how to get more range out of electrics. ExxonMobil's advanced air barrier technology can help keep tires inflated longer and save 1 billion gallons of fuel per year. Watch the full video at butylrubber.com. Strength from the inside out. Good news at FCA. For the first time in Fiat Chrysler's history, it's going to pay a dividend to shareholders. That's what you can do when you pay off all your debts. FCA will pay 74 cents a share, which translates into a 5% yield based on yesterday's closing price. And then there's bad news and good news at Tesla. First, the bad. Consumer Reports yanked its recommendation for the Model 3, citing problems with body hardware, paint, and trim. Tesla stock dropped $10 a share on the news, and yet Model 3 buyers don't seem to care that much. The Model 3 has the highest customer satisfaction rating on Consumer Report Survey. You know, it's kind of like the Jeep Wrangler. It doesn't get good quality ratings, but they can't build them fast enough. Meanwhile, the German rental car company called Nextmove compared a Tesla Model X to a Jaguar I-Pace and an Audi e-tron. They drove the vehicles on the Autobahn for about 54 miles at 75 miles an hour, and they found that the Audi e-tron used 23% more energy on that trip than the Model X. The I-Pace used 26% more. You know, that's amazing. 
The Model X came out in 2015, and yet it's more efficient than the latest and greatest 2019 EVs from Audi and Jaguar. Porsche is gearing up for the intro of the new 911 with this detailed video of its adaptive aerodynamics. The air vents in the lower front bumper feature active grille shutters that provide the right amount of airflow depending on the speed of the vehicle. They'll stay open at slow speeds, but close up completely at 70 kilometers an hour to provide the least amount of drag. At 90 kilometers an hour, the rear spoiler kicks up slightly to keep drag at a minimum, but still keep the car stable. And finally, at 170 kilometers an hour, the grille shutters open all the way for maximum cooling and the rear spoiler tilts up even higher to help keep the rear tires planted. There's even an air brake position for the rear spoiler that helps improve stopping distances from 170 clicks. As you can see in this video, this could be useful for those times when slower traffic cuts you off. Maserati announced it's making upgrades to its plant in Modena, Italy to make way for a new electrified sports car. It's going to be based on the Alfieri concept that debuted in 2014. While that vehicle featured a V8, the production car will have the choice of a hybrid V6 powertrain or an all-electric option. Performance is said to be in the two-second range for 0-60 to 60 with a top speed of around 185 miles an hour. Production starts in the first half of 2020 with cars hitting North American shores early in the next year. Speaking of EVs, Kia showed this teaser image of a new electric vehicle it will have in Geneva. We really like how it's using light to define the front end rather than a big useless grill. Kia says the concept will be a signpost for its approach to electrification. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by ExxonMobil. A little over a month ago, Ford axed Chariot, its on-demand shuttle service, because it wasn't profitable. But that doesn't mean it was a total bust. On AutoLine this week, Jim Farley, Ford's president of Global Markets, told us that they learned a lot from the service. We have to be careful in our industry to hold um, the car companies accountable for uh, going into new businesses and then have the understanding that the businesses change and maybe they aren't as profitable as you think. What, what's really interesting is that the value of, of, of Chariot is our dispatch system. All the things that we can reuse on non-emergency medical transport or even AV level four. We learned a ton of how to dispatch vehicles, how to price dynamically. Um, but the fact of the matter is we didn't believe there was a long-term profit play, and it wasn't strategically key for us. Um, we think that there are others like non-emergency uh, medical services or, frankly, telematics business that we're doing with the police uh, organizations because we're the number one police vehicle. And, and more and more of them are coming to us saying, with these connected police vehicles, what kind of services can you provide us? That, that feels like, as the market changes, it's a better strategic play. I mean, we loved Chariot. It, we all felt really passionate about it, but we just didn't see a long-term viability or strategy. But that doesn't mean that we didn't learn a ton and apply those learnings to other mobility businesses. 
You know, Jim Farley told us a whole lot more about where Ford is headed, and you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or on our YouTube channel. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.